Hey everyone, welcome back to Forbidden Talk Podcast, where we speak the unspoken. They call me Belo, Brittany, my Instagram for Subblue. And if you didn't, be sure to check out episode one, which is on SoundCloud, also on iTunes. SoundCloud link is available in my bio on Instagram. But today I have a surprise for you. My first ever guest, so I'm super, super excited. Many men have wasted countless pieces of tissue paper, towels, wet wipes, or just the thought of her. She's responsible for millions of orgasms all over the planet. Please welcome the infamous sexy Chanel, a.k.a. the legendary Roxy Reynolds. (laughs) And I want to thank you so much because, like I said, you're my first guest and I'm just super excited. So thank you for definitely, you know, wanting to do this with me. I definitely appreciate it. You're welcome. Anytime. All right. So let's get started. Um... With you being an adult entertainment, and I'm sorry, in adult entertainment, well, in your past, um, what was it that actually made you want to start this? Like, what what made you want to get into the industry? Um, it wasn't actually a plan of mine. Mm-hmm. I was actually a college student at right. Ohio State, the Ohio State University at the moment, and then uh, at the time, and um, I was in a relationship and. You know, you guys started what how it was like your first scene how did you feel like what type of emotions it brought or you know super you know I actually when I moved to LA I was a stripper for almost two years and the first night I got super loaded super drunk was actually almost fell broke my ankle I was just like because I was just so nervous and I kept saying I can't do this I can't do this but once I did it I was all right after the first night, I can't drink as much. I just got to, you know, think about the money. Let me just get into it, whatever. And eventually, I didn't get drunk so much. I wasn't nervous no more. It was nothing. And I think that means you actually have to be really, no matter what, when it involves, like, a woman's sexuality or, you know, taking your clothes off to the public, whatever it is, you have to be comfortable with yourself. And I think that's what a lot of women lack. They're not really comfortable with their sexuality or, you know, with some of them with their bodies or whatever. They're scared of, you know, judgment. How was it with you with your first scene? Like, how did you feel? What kind of emotions did you have? Um, money was my motivation. Mm-hmm. I, really, I really wasn't into drugs and all that. I, I wasn't on anything. It was the money that I was interested in, uh, the amount of money that I could make for actually doing this scene. So um, that was the promise land for me. That was the only thing that I actually thought about. Um, and... Uh, I wasn't mentally there. I was just like, you know. Right. I mean, I didn't think it wasn't like something I had to think about doing. I just didn't. 
I didn't think about the cameras being there, the lights, <laughs> the people, or any of that. Like, I came in, did what I needed to do, which I had total control over, and uh, I got paid, and that was it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it, wasn't, um, it wasn't a fake. I didn't fake it. It was real. You know what I mean? Um, of course, I was like 21. Yeah. No, I think I was like 21, going on 22. Yeah, when I had started that. So, you know, at that age, when you're in your 20s, it's just like, well, they don't think you now. You don't think exactly. you're that much Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. You're right. So, yeah, that what motivated me overall was just the money part. Was it hard? Um, of course, you know, you get backlash from certain friends. And I call them, like, the corny friends because even if I had a friend that came to me and told me they wanted to do this, that I'm just a supportive friend. You know, I just would want to make sure that's 100% what you want to do. But did you get a lot of backlash from, like, your friends and family regarding your decision? Um, kind of. Like, 50-50. Like, my yeah. friends and my cousins, they, uh, you know, thought it was kind of cool and just wanted <laughs> to make sure that I was safe and they wanted to know the ins and outs. Like, you got tested or safe out there. Right. Um, Yes. so funny my mom kind of knew when she was coming to visit me in LA she would see little shit like my shoes from dancing my little clothes and I would still lie to her like no that's my roommate that ain't mine I think I was just because my mom always had a plan you know she's a teacher she always wanted me to be a certain type of way you know she was mad that I didn't go ahead and finish with school and I didn't do what she kind of had planned out for her child me being her only daughter so I was still like, when my mom would come, I'd be like, no, that ain't mine. That's my roommate. That's my roommate. I'm just a bartender. But I think deep down inside, she knew like, bitch, you're lying. You're no fucking bartender. And then she would see kind of money I would have that I'll spend, you know, the ones I wouldn't go take them to the bank. I'll just be like, fuck it. I don't feel like going to the bank. And she kind of knew. And I just like, it was weird. I, I knew my mom would be hurt because I have a daughter too. So I think I would have been like, kind of, I wouldn't be as judgmental as my mom. I'd probably just be like, hey, you know. Do what you feel, but are you sure, 100% sure this is something you want to do? But I don't know. I still, to this day, my mom would ask me, and I still lie. I don't know. That's just something probably I got to get over with and just be honest. Um, now, I'm very comfortable with my sexuality, like I said, and certain things I do, whether it's, like, with women or things I do with my boyfriend that some people don't agree with. Why? How do you feel? Like, why do you think that it made you so comfortable to be as open with yourself sexually? Yeah. Um, I'm just a very confident type of person. I've always been. I've been a leader all my life. Mm-hmm. You know, my mother, I, I probably got that from my mother, just being a leader, never being a follower, always being captains or co-captains or 
independent. Right. I mean, I want homecoming queen. I'm just a very outspoken type of person in leadership. So I think it came from that. So I never was really stage right or had that fear. Right. Or be concerned people or do things that people didn't like. I, I never was part of the, the majority mm-hmm. or the mass. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's me too. I've always been free spirited. I'm gonna do what the fuck I want to do. I don't care. You know, the life of the party. Always want to have fun. And I think that does, like you said, it comes with who you are. Especially if you have a mother. You know, strong mom that counts. You just growing up, seeing how she handles things. And I think a lot of women don't have that. You know, in their life, so they don't really have that self esteem or confidence, or always just want to judge others. Mostly people I think that do that are not happy with themselves anyway. But whatever, teach his own. Um, do you, before, you know, um, I know you've done grown girl scenes. Were you into girls before? Uh, college days, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, college days, it goes wild. Um, yeah, I did, I did my, one of my first um, girl scenes girl in college with um, actually my best friend, Peppin. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've seen with her a lot in the past. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, in my lifetime, I've had trash-ass dick, like, very bad. And I always say to men, it's easier for y'all to get good sexual experience with women, but it's hard to come across good penis. You agree with that? in my past before I got in a relationship and it's been horrible but it's like I, I agree with it when you you know fall in love with somebody and I always say that this is probably the best sex I've ever had you know with someone and I think it does like you said has a lot to do when you you know that person knows how to please you and the love is there it makes a big big difference um now what can what tips can you give because me and my friends always talk like I have a friend that's like not really good at like her boyfriend always be like girl like you need to watch something regarding you know giving head she's not really good at it and she knows it and she's like it'd be like kind of 
you know, making her a little sad because she's not as good. What tips can you give a woman? Because I think you're the, I, I always watched, you know, in the past you give head and you're the best. So what tips can you give, you know, women out there that's kind of lacking in that department, you know, with oral, with their, you know, their partner? She told me that. Yeah, because I'm telling you, my friends, they're like, that's like something that's really bothering her. She was like, her man is really complaining. Like, she's basically horrible. Like, he's happy with their sex as far as, like, you know, the penetration. You get Exactly. Yeah, that's how I am. I can actually have an orgasm giving my boyfriend head. But that wasn't, like, in the past, I couldn't. But now with him, because I enjoy his sex so much, it's different. But whatever. Yeah, I get in those moods sometimes too. But I think it all depends on if the person is that attractive. Cause I'm like, are you? Do you really even like your boyfriend? You know, I think it, it depends. Cause yeah, like I think it depends on if the woman even is. Are you that much even attracted to your boyfriend? Cause I, like I said, I enjoy. I can just do that and I'll be okay. But not everybody like that. Yeah, I think that's what it is. She probably just didn't want to say it. That's what it has to be. Well, I, so them women, they need to grow up. <laughs> yeah, because that, that sounds crazy. Yeah, it, what? He definitely is. Um, yeah, like, I don't, I don't really understand that. Now, um, I've actually enjoyed anal. Is that something you like? That's like where I really do get a great orgasm. Is that something you like? I was a fucking porn star, so, you know, we, 
Right. Like, it's all over the internet. I mean, eventually it won't be because it's just getting old. But um, as for now, yeah, I just I felt like that would be the respectful thing for me to do. Yeah. At least that. So, yeah, I haven't experienced it, but my best friend, Cheyenne, it is, yeah, girl. Yes, I can't wait for your experience. I want when you act when you do. I want to know because I love it. Like it's so good. It's so good. I love it. And my friends are like, you're crazy, but no, it's amazing. I love it. It's like one of the best orgasms ever. Like I love it so much. Mm, it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> Nah, it is. It's one of the greatest feelings it is. Yeah, shout out to her. And shout out to your boyfriend. Um, Because I feel like, you know, my boyfriend heard a lot of things from his male friends about my past. Being a hoe, a whore, this, this, and that. Things I've done. Also, from a lot of his fucking female friends, supposedly, that had his best interests. And he still looked past that and was able to love me. And, you know, that is my best friend. And I feel like that's a strong man. Because a lot of men, you know, go base their relationship on things they've heard. Or they'll not want to be so deep with a girl because of what certain people say. And I, like I said, that is a strong man. So definitely shout out to your boyfriend. How is that? Um, has he ever talked about that to you? Or, you know, with your past and that happened? Or how did y'all kind of get together? Um, uh, I feel that uh, anything that comes easy, it really doesn't last long. Exactly. So I Because then he 
would be able to know and understand Chanel more than being a fan of Roxy or right. I agree. I agree. Like, yeah, I said it just takes a strong man because a lot of guys in my past will always come tell me, oh, bitch, I heard this. You were this, that, that. And that would just bother me. Like, you're not secure with yourself because why the fuck are you always coming back telling me what somebody said about me? You know, why are you even engaging in that? Are you are you you know, why are you listening to that? Why are you being so negative? And I like that because I would hear stuff that I've heard people tell my boyfriend. My boyfriend wouldn't even come back and tell me. And I feel like that means a lot because the people that always come to you with negativity, I feel like don't have your best interest because it's like, what do you want me? Why do you, that hurt? I'm an emotional person. I'm a Pisces. So I'm very emotional. So anything that somebody will come back and tell me, like from the past, I'll have friends that, you know, will come back and be like, well, I heard this about you and I've heard that about you. And it would be my friends that I grew up with in Columbus. And that's why I really don't socialize with them now because it's like, they're so negative or they'll say what they've heard once I moved out of state. And that would just really bother me. But I'll be like, Why? Are you doing that? You know, that would hurt me. Do you want, you know, sometimes people could, you know, could commit suicide. That can make them in deep depression because you're just always telling them negative stuff. And I had to exit those people out of my life because it's like, why would you always want to come to me with negativity? You know, stop those people. Don't, you could tell them people shut the fuck up and then still not even come tell me. And that's what I love about my boyfriend. He never tells me what anybody's told him. I usually hear that from somebody. I was like, you know, somebody told Benny this, this and about you. He would never tell me. And that means a lot. Because you don't want to hear that negative shit. And you know shit you've done. I don't need nobody to, you know, refresh my memory of stuff I've done. And I just feel like that does take definitely a strong man. And, you know, I used to not believe in soulmates. But I know I've found my soulmate. Somebody that can love me. Somebody that's also my best friend. I can have fun with. I can be myself with. And I think nowadays in a lot of relationships, they don't have that. They're not friends with their, with their significant other. And I think that, or they don't want to be their self. Yeah, or they don't want to be their self with them because they're scared of what that person may say. And I, to people that's listening, if you can't be yourself with your, whether it's your boyfriend or girlfriend, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, whatever it is, then that's not the one for you. Because that means you're hiding who you really are. And that relationship will never work. Um. Now, if you... <laughs> Now, um, if you have, um, let's say you guys, you guys want to have kids in the future. Have you guys talked about that? Yes, yeah, ma'am. That's uh, great. Right now we're still building, creating uh, businesses. Um, he has tax offices out here. He's a tax preparer. Super lit. He's uh, also uh, one of the biggest promoters in Columbus. Right, I know that. With marketing, uh, marketing and things of that nature. So, uh, uh, power so shout out to you for that that was super i love power that was how was that experience
you know, the cuts and the lighting. <laughs> I, I understand all of that. I'm producing direct a few little things myself. But um, it was great. I mean, 50's funny. He's always mm-hmm. funny. You know that? If you follow him on Instagram. Yes, he's hilarious. hilarious. He's, a, he's a really down-to-earth person. So if you're judging him from his Instagram, you're not going to experience the real person that he is. He's very family-oriented. Um, he does give back to his community and things like that. But um, he was in person, basically. So it was a great experience on set. Um, I didn't really get to do a lot because it was my actual introduction to the character on the set. I mean, for the actual series. Okay. So I'm looking forward to um, the next season, which would be season... Six, seven. right? Seven? Six. Six, yeah, so okay. Yeah, season six. That is yeah. lit. I'm so happy for you. That got me excited. You're just telling me. Yeah, so I can get in there. Yes. Go to Hollywood and start acting, get on some different types of vibes. Now, you're going to be great because you already, you already have such a great personality. So that's the acting thing for you. That's amazing. I know that's going to be something you're amazing at and great at because you already have such a good personality and you know how to talk. A lot of people nowadays don't even know how to hold a conversation. So that you know how to do. You know, you're going to be great at acting. So I can't wait to see that season six. I'm already a fan of the show. Like I'm addicted to that show. So I'm going to love it even more seeing you on it. You know, somebody from Columbus, somebody that I actually know. So definitely congratulations with that. Um, now, back to what I was saying about the kids and you guys, you know, you guys are just, you know, building your foundation, doing your business things. Um, what if you actually your, your son or your daughter said that was something they were interested in doing in the future, getting into the industry with the um, the adult entertainment? How would you what would you tell them? Um, well, I know that they will come when they will ask me about that. And of course, the era that we're in right now, sex is everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Anything and everywhere. Exactly. So I'm expecting that, right. Um, like there's nothing I can really hide from her or him you know, when they do ask. Um, I've actually asked a few of my porn star friends that have already experienced that. Um, my friend, Havana Ginger, she's starting her uh, rest career right now. And she has a son that, I think he's like a teenager now. And she experienced that. Um, my friend, Edith Valentine, experienced that as a few. So I'm kind of prepared. And I have uh, uh, experiences that. Yes. So where the other kids are so stupid for even mentioning it. 
Yeah, because kids are so cruel. Now, my daughter is only in well, first grade now. She tells me things that the kids say. And I'm like, what? In first grade? Like, what? Yeah. So, kids are definitely cruel. And like you said, sex is everywhere. I'm nervous as shit. Like, please just wait until you get a certain age and tell me if you have sex. Because it's just like sex is everywhere. Like, you got to watch YouTube. Them little stupid things she be watching on YouTube. Them kids are saying, I have to really watch because sex is everywhere. And they say the little, the weirdest shit, but it contains the sex. So, yeah, sex is definitely everywhere. Um, when people say porn is the meaning to women, what do you have to say to them? Um, there's two types of people, classes of people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, let me give you an example. There's people that work in offices that have a business booth and all types of things like that. And when they get off work, they go to the bar and get trashed, wasted. But they still have that energy to get back up and go back to their normal lives and go back to their husbands or their wives like nothing ever happens. That's the same thing how I feel about porn and women who feel like that. It's like you can go and do your day job, but go home and be this other person as well, be a family person. So everybody has their own opinion, good and bad. Everybody's going to have their own opinion. People are opinionated people. So... When they say that it's downgrading and degrading to the women, that's their opinion. And honestly, I feel like, yes, it is. I mean, there's no reason why women should be on film, having sex, and doing multiple, having multiple partners for money. You know what I mean? It, it is. It, I mean, and anybody who doesn't think it is, it's crazy. Because it really is. But at the end of the day, it's entertainment. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's just what feeds the world. The world needs entertainment. They need music. And they need drugs. That's just how it goes. That's exactly that's right. also that you said um you know you wasn't on drugs you were in college you know you had your shit together that's you just was thinking about the money because a lot of people be thinking like what's wrong with them like what type of drugs are they on and I know even me being a stripper when I lived in LA half the girls that I was around even my close friends were on drugs but I don't like that people always think that's that's the reason why like what's wrong with them what type of drugs they doing why it doesn't always have to be somebody's on you know coke or you know, pills or that's not always how it happens. So I'm glad you did clear that up because people are just so negative and they always think, well, you know, they give women that do certain things a bad image or a bad rep. Mm -hmm. And they always think like, you know, this person's on drugs or this person got to do this to do that. And I'm so glad that you cleared that up to let people know, you know, you, you were, you were in school, you were thinking about the money, you weren't on no type of drugs. It was all about the money for you. And, you know, I'm glad that you did clear that up because people just always think something else. Or what They did this because of why. And this is why. Because they was already like this. This is why they want. You know, there's people put their own perspective or opinions on things. So I'm definitely glad that you let people know, you know, this is what I was doing. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I was a church girl. They always say church girls are bad girls. I was definitely a church girl. <laughs> I was a church every Sunday with my grandma and my mom. Uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Before I moved here from Philly. Because I was originally from 
Right, yep. Um, also... Yeah, I think so too. That's kind of why maybe I was just so open because like I said, I never had a real relationship until now and I'm about to be 30, which is kind of weird because most of my friends have been in like seven relationships, but I just felt like I didn't find that person that would be for me and let me be myself and be comfortable. That's why I don't think I, you know, was in a relationship. I just was, you know, fucking having fun. And... Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. Because I was like, for real, Chanel, I was hard. I was like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to start doing selling hair. And I'm going to start, you know, making swimsuits. And, and then I had to remember, that's not something that I really like doing. I was just thinking about the money. Yeah. That's like, oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm just thinking about the money. That's all I was thinking about. And I'm like, you know what? No, let me do something that shows my personality, who I who I am. And yeah, I probably won't make a million dollars right now. But you never know what can come out of something, especially if you like it. I don't want to do something that I'm just doing about money because that means it's not really I'm passionate about. And like you said, I'm passionate about talking, having conversations with people. And it took me a while, but now I'm glad I'm there because it took my whole 20s to figure out what the fuck am I going to do with my life. You're right, definitely, most definitely. Now, um, when did it, you know, take so far? Because I know a lot of friends that I have, like in middle school, high school, I'm not friends with them no more. Um, I, it's, I think in your 20s, you grow and see who your real friends are. Um, did it? Was that the same thing with you? Like, a lot of your friends that you previously were, you know, friends with, even like in your earlier 20s, are you still friends with them now? Or did you have to go through certain situations? Because... My certain situations I learned just like a couple months ago, like, damn, we've been friends this long and I finally figured out, like, this bitch is not my friend. Like, or did you figure that out, like, in your 20s? Like, all right, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, like other women that I've met and they came and they gone. Yeah, I have I've had a few of them, but they weren't from my childhood, so 
anyway. Yeah, that's and that's funny because most of the people that I've met, like in my twenties, like wasn't from like middle school, and I, I mean I have some that I don't talk to, and, and it's not that we stop speaking because we were beefing or anything. It's just you know people go their different paths, and some things I did they didn't like, and some things that they were doing I didn't like. But I think that, like you said, that's probably something I should have did. But you, you learn. You know, I should have chose my friend. Cop, you know, have put a little more, have caution on certain people that I bring into my circle. But you know, you learn. Why do you think it's so hard for other women? Like they always want women to have, like you know, with this whole Nicki Minaj, Cardi B thing. Why do you think it's hard for women to just come together and do things? Like they want us to just always beef with each other. Not at all. Exactly. I don't appreciate like I said thank you over and over it's it's a it's a blessing that you even agree because I've reached out to so many people um and they really wasn't supportive and it it's it's funny to me because it's like damn you know Chanel I know you're busy I know you have a lot going on and you really really took the time out to talk to me and that that really made me I was so super excited for these past weeks that you were just down to do with me and I appreciate it that's a blessing and I, I feel like a lot of people didn't, you know, I feel like nowadays if you don't have 100 million followers or people are not going to want to do nothing for you. It's all about now your followers. I, I don't have that many. I have six. Right. 
I just think that's weird. The generation like is so into social media now. That's all they care about. The new generation. And I've really seen it where other girls that's like 21, 22. Well, how many followers she got? Or I'm not going to post her hair because her hair, certain this person ain't wearing it, that person. I think that's sad because that person that has maybe 50 million followers that's selling hair, quality hair might not be good as the girl that has a thousand followers. And that's sad. You shouldn't base something off because they're followers. Because I bought hair from people and their hair was shitty. But I just got hair from somebody that's from Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to Mikkel. She has great hair. And it was amazing. And she don't even have Instagram. But it's just funny how, I've, like I said, I bought hair from a girl that I'm like, okay, I'm starting to see certain celebrities wear it. So maybe it's good. No, the hair was shitty. And that's why I said people shouldn't base off what they think is good because they're seeing this person wear it or that person wear it or what they're fine. The generation is fucked up for thinking that. Because, like I said, the person don't even have Instagram. Like you said, a lot of millionaires don't have Instagram that have certain companies. And their shit is working for them. And I just think that the social media has fucked people up. A lot of people. And a lot of women that saying they're doing women empowerment are not women empowerment. Because you're not women empowered if you're basing shit off of followers or how popular someone is. And that shit is whack. That shit is... Yeah, or who you're dating at the time. Or who your baby father is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Money I have made, I, it still definitely. I agree. Well, thank you so much. My closing out question, though, was this is definitely something I really was excited to ask you. Um, was it difficult to retire? And if so, do you ever think about going back? Or is that something like when you first retired, you know, you stopped, you went cold turkey. Did you ever have that one day like, damn, I might go back to it? Or no, it was just finished, done deal? Yeah, no, it was fun. Um, you know, in my younger days, in Your company or the body of your company is not going to last. I'm 
Right. <laughs> I mean, even if I stay there and then produce and direct my movies, I don't want to be on scene or on set or even promoting this and having this for my family's long deadly money anymore. I didn't. I didn't want that. I didn't want that type of legacy. So I back that. I, I don't look down on porn stars. I support them still. I still talk to the owner of the Black Swan Award, Awards, um, Jack Black, me to come to this. Hey, the war show was, well, yesterday, the war show was in L.A. yesterday for um, the Black Water Awards. Uh, I keep wanting to say exotica, but, um, yeah, it's not exotica, babe. But, yeah, for it, um, I don't know. I just grew and just saw the light, woke up one day and said, I'm not doing that shit. I'm doing something else. I know I can be better at doing other things. Mm-hmm. And I did. Well, definitely, shout out to you, Chanel. You know, if everybody that's listening, listening, her Instagram is miss.chanel. Um, thank you so much. I definitely really appreciate you taking out the time. Um, so proud of you. you. have so much going on. You're, this is a blessing for you to be my first guest. And thank you so much. And I definitely appreciate it. This was episode two of Forbidden Podcast. All right. Thanks, babe, so much. Thank you. Bye.